You're listening to the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Join me and let's explore all things vocal, including technique, mindset, training and performance in an effort to unleash your full vocal potential. All right, welcome to the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Thanks for joining. All right, let's begin. Deep breath. Chest voice, true voice, full voice, middle voice, mixed voice, head voice, falsetto, head voice belting, chesty mix, true belting, modality one belting, curbing, overdrive, waveform, half voice, grit, heat, bite, rasp, distortion, gravel, gruff, subharmonics, fry, fire, breath mode, cry mode, weep, wail, sob, sobbing in the mask, false fold distortion, arytenoid rattle, glottal compression, vocal fold deduction, chord shortening, zipping up, breath stop, glottal plosives, frictives, nasals, flooding the glottis, compression, hyperglottal glottal compression, laryngeal tilt, twang, formants, harmonics, frequencies, vowel tuning, vowel modification, split modification, piggybacking, consonant modification, specialized onsets, God help us all. Okay. <laughs> so that gigantic jumbled up list of vocal terminology is what we're going to talk about today. Vocal terminology. Okay. Now, every bit of all of that means something, maybe something different to each person, to us, to each student, to each teacher. Okay. To each faction of bel canto or SLS or what have you. All right. So <laughs> looking at all of these, Okay, I just went through just dozens of terms, just being silly. But just reading the first line, chest voice, true voice, full voice, middle voice, mixed voice, head voice, falsetto, head voice belting, chesty mix, true belting, modality one. I'll go ahead and stop there. All of these things can mean something different. Uh, depending on uh, which person you're watching, probably on YouTube, spending more time searching for tips and um, magic wands and magic pills on YouTube than actually practicing. Okay, So you're going to hear the term chest voice and head voice probably more than anything other than mixed voice. As, uh, as I record this, in uh, September of 2023, mixed voice is all the rage. Okay, about 10, 12, 15 years ago, belting. That's all people would talk about, right? They're just modes. They're just registrations, right? Now, all of these terms have meanings, okay? You know, we get into things like false fold, false fold distortion, arytenoid rattle, hyperglottal compression, you know, fire breath mode, all of those are, are um, terms that have to do with uh, creating distortion or kind of jumbled up harmonics, getting the grit and the heat and the bite in the voice, right? Then when you hear terms like mixed voice, middle voice, half voice, right? That's usually you know, blending of the registers or, or, or uh, 
the point in the voice where we don't yodel if we're lucky and we actually have something to sing with in between the the the, um, the chest voice and the head voice, right? So the Holy Grail right now is finding and singing and actually using the mixed voice. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole nother debate, falsetto and head voice. Are they the same? Are they different? What's the difference? Is this a completely different configuration? Are the false folds what actually create the falsetto? Some people used to think so, right? Not, not actually so. Some people uh, believe head voice is a completely different register that the um, vocal folds are zipping up, right? They're zipping up to get this sound. It's not the same as falsetto. Falsetto must be breathy, right? So you're going to hear things go all over the place back and forth. All right. How much does all of this really matter? Well, the only way that this actually matters is your understanding and the communication between you and your coach. All right. So like if you're somebody that is a student of singing and you're trying out various vocal systems and coaches, make sure you ask for an explanation along with a demonstration of your coach's registration terminology or their vocal terminology so that you don't become confused when you're bouncing all over the place and trying out different coaches and or systems, right? Um, some of the slang out there can confuse people to death. <laughs> like I remember when I first started, uh, there was an old saying even back then, and I started studying in late, I want to say 87, almost 88. And uh, there was a, even back then you, ha you would hear things like sing like you speak, speak like you sing. And you would hear things like, th like that coming from different coaches and they would mean com two completely different things. And then you would also hear you do not sing like you speak. Okay. And so that even before the internet, we were confused. Okay. <laughs> Twang and nasality, you know, what's actually going on? You know, if you're, if you're not looking through an x-ray or what we have, you know, in modern times, um, where we can actually get scoped at an ENT, you can actually see now what's actually going on when you create sound, right? You can actually see it if you go to the right ENT, if you go to a specialist, especially, and um, they have video to where you can actually watch what they're doing while they have that um, little camera going down your nose and down your throat and staring at your vocal folds, your vocal cords and everything that's going on. And then if you're lucky enough to make all kinds of sounds while you're there um, and you're able to create a lot of these quote unquote terms and registrations, you suddenly see, wow, this all looks really, really similar. In fact, it, it moves so fast, the vibrations and the, you know, the vocal folds coming together and going apart. It just, you know, the speed of it is mind boggling. And so if you actually mute, and I challenge anyone out there to do this. If you go on YouTube or whatever video site that you use in whatever country you live in, and you pull up a video that shows the vocal folds or the vocal cords. Again, two different words mean the same thing. If you are watching the vocal cords working while someone is creating sound, okay? And just say they're just, 
uh, just creating something in their speaking range. Okay, their, their chest voice, chest register. Here we go again. You'll see, the, you'll see them come together. They're just about the size of a nickel. Okay, just like, I mean, they're really small. There's a space in between the glottis. Okay, that's just the space in between the vocal cords. But they come together and vibrate and create sound. And they do so at incredible speeds. Okay. So to our eyes, it just looks like, you know, really, 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 really fast movement. Okay. Now, if you are lucky enough to find a video where someone that actually is a singer and that has a trained voice or can go through, um, do different actual registrations like, um, M1, like modality one, you know, chest, chest voice belting, and then someone that can, uh, do middle voice or mixed voice, whatever you want to call it. And then someone who can uh, produce head voice and falsetto, all of these different tones and registrations. If you're lucky enough to come across one of those videos, watch it. Okay. Pay attention to it. And what you'll realize is you don't see a whole lot of difference, except for maybe in belting, you might see um, a certain muscle kind of come into play where the other ones just pretty much look the same at the vocal fold um, image or let, right there, what, what you're, what you're, um, viewing. Okay. So then start the video over and mute it and then look at it and you won't be able to tell much difference. Okay. Now where I'm going with this is we think about hundreds of years ago, you know, bel canto starting uh, opera, right? Classical singing and the available science of what's actually going on back then was much more limited than what we have today. Okay. So maestros of old would teach with visualization techniques, auditory examples, and the available science of the time. Okay. Now <laughs> actually seeing and watching the vocal cords in action will do about as much for you as changing a vocal term. Okay. Just seeing what's going on, isn't automatically going to give you the understanding and out of nowhere, you're just an incredible singer. All right. Realizing that time tested and proven technique was unintentionally described inaccurately as far as modern access to, uh, to vocal anatomy will not suddenly kill your voice, your teacher's voice and his teacher's voice all the way back to the original maestro, like killing a vampire or something. Okay. It's not like, Oh my God, the, the false folds are not creating this or, Oh my God, <laughs> the cords are not zipping up all the way to the tip for uh, whistle voice or, or this isn't happening or that isn't happening. Uh Oh, you just lost your voice because that's not what's actually happening, but it was described a certain way and you learned it and you were able to do it. Okay. I think you see where I'm going with this. So it's actually your understanding and implementing of the instruction and advice that you're getting that matters. So calling a compressed head voice, head voice belting or full voice will not magically turn that registration into modality one or a, you know, chest register. It's just that the goal is most likely to give the perception of a full chest register sound to that more easily producible registration, right? So it sounds like belting. So therefore it's mixed voice belting or head voice belting, right? 
Okay, so if you're a student of singing and you're confused as heck, or if you are thinking about taking lessons or you're thinking about purchasing a, um, a vocal program or a couple of different programs or trying out different coaches, chances are um, that they are going to come from different factions of different schools of bel canto or speech level singing, right? Or scientific approach application or um, visualization or cause and effect. There's a lot of different ways to teach the same thing. <laughs> I remember, uh, and I'll clean up the language for this podcast, but my teacher used to say, we all teach the same stuff. We just describe it and explain it differently. Okay. And, and to an extent, this is true. Okay. Where um, <laughs> sometimes you'll hear a, um, a bel canto teacher um, ranting and raving that speech level singing doesn't work. And you'll hear both sides of <laughs> of, of uh, both sides of the fence using the same registrations and just uh, calling them different different uh, terms, different terminology, um, and just just slightly altering the approach, right or the onset, something, right? So where you um, have people thinking that, uh, you know, uh, speech level singing is just singing in falsetto, it's really not. They do use a lot of head voice, but they also use uh, what they call mixed voice. So they will typically bridge early, meaning that they will not pull up or stretch the chest range or the register of, the, of your true voice. They won't stretch that past the first break typically. Um, and that goes for really like the traditional uh, speech level singing technique. I know things have evolved in recent times, but they used to um, always bridge very early into middle voice and then into head voice. You know, and again, some people call mixed voice middle voice. That's, I always refer to it as middle voice um, where it would sound, and boy, the SLS teachers hate this, <laughs> Middle voice to me sounds like what others call chesty mix. It's like both registrations coexisting and it sounds like chest voice or what someone else would call, you know, a chest belt or a chest mix belt, right? It's so confusing. And then mixed voice in my understanding would sound more like what someone would call a head voice belt, right? So it's, it means something different to, to everyone. Uh, you know, you, you can show someone head voice and someone can look right back at you and go, oh, well, that's falsetto. And then the next guy or the next teacher will, will say, well, no, 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 no. Falsetto is all breathy and completely open. Okay. But falsetto with chord closure and resonance will lead you right into head voice. Okay. <laughs> I could go on and on and on and on with this, right? Okay. So long story short, uh, teacher to teacher, they're not trying to fool you. Hopefully they're not trying to, um, some of them might try, might seem like they're trying to impress you with the science of the voice. You know, when they start talking about harmonics and frequencies and frictives and 
you know, all kinds of scientific terminology. But for certain learners, the stuff means something. It means something special to, um, to the intellectual learners. So we, we all learn in different ways. Some of us are more visual learners. So we can, some people can just watch you do something and pick it up just by watching and kind of, you know, focusing on that. And you have auditory learners that listen and like uh, basically parrot um, what you're doing. Like I would give a vocal example, someone who's a really, really good auditory learner will copy that and sometimes just do it right immediately with, without tons of scientific um, explanation and, and instruction. And then you have the intellectual learners that like the charts and pie graphs and uh, 50 cent words. Okay. So make sure that when you're finding your vocal coach, your teacher, that they do explain what they mean when they're giving you their vocal terminology, when they're trying to teach you. Okay. Make sure you understand it. Make sure you have good communication and you'll be just fine. Okay. So that just about does it for um, this episode of the Visual Vocalist podcast. I thank you for uh, stopping by and uh, joining me in the madness today. And if you're on YouTube, um, <laughs> I, I hope and pray that you find the right vocal coach for you, the one that you can understand the best and understand the instruction the best and learn the best from, and um, the coach and the system that is going to greatly decrease your learning curve and get you where you want to be as fast as possible. Best of luck with your singing. If you need any help, head on over to hybridvocaltechnique.com. I'd love to be your vocal coach. I'd love for you to check out my system of vocal training, okay, which is a mixture of a lot of different uh, systems. There are a lot of different terminology, but I explain everything in detail, um, what I'm talking about. Okay, so I have uh, I have vocal training programs. I do private one-on-one -on -one coaching online. You can also become a VIP member and get streaming access to the entire HVT training library, which is all of my vocal training programs, including the flagship master series program version 3.0. We have a VIP community, monthly Q&A live streams, which have giveaways. I always give away a free lesson, a free private lesson in every uh, live stream. We have legacy content from my teacher. And if you're a VIP member of any level, you have access to discounted private lessons. Okay. So the choice is yours. Please make it today and let's sing. I'll see you next time. Take care.